You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we're going to talk about time management. This is a topic we're both really passionate about because we're women with lots to do, but we don't like to feel too busy. (laughs) So we'll talk about the systems we both use, time management personal policies, what's working and not working lately, and what time management ideas we have for the summer. But first, what's been going on in your neighborhood lately? Okay, people who do not live in a hot, sunny climate might not know what these are because I did not know before I moved here, but we got sunscreens put on our back of our house. So the back of our house faces south. So the girls' rooms are going to be much cooler this summer and Mm. not blazing in light at like 5.30 in the morning, waking them up. all the difference. (laughs) So it's just like a thick screen. Right. That goes on the outside of the window. It just acts like, you know, when you open your windows, it acts like a screen, but it's, it's got like a thicker mesh that cuts down on light and heat. And so we're very excited about that. (laughs) Great. Yep. That's huge. Okay. In my neighborhood news lately, I want to give an update on the bathroom towel hanging situation that I shared was one of my big organizational challenges in an episode that we did a while back. So I have found a solution in what both you and many of our listeners on Instagram recommended, and I added several jumbo bathroom command hooks yeah, how are they onto our walls. They are great. Yes, good. They're so great. I will say I hesitated on this solution for a while because it just, it feels, it's not the ideal aesthetics that I want, right. you know, the, the right. big giant command hook, like I want something more permanent, mm-hmm. but I have such a hard time committing to things. Yeah. And so finally, and after that episode, I was like, just get the command hooks, Kelsey. <laughs> and they are great. I will link to the ones we got. They, yeah, they are the jumbo ones. So they definitely hold a big, mm-hmm. heavy, wet bath towel. I added one in our bathroom. So that's definitely giving us more, more towel storage. And we don't have towels just all draped over our shower door. And then in the kids' bathroom, I added two of them. Mm-hmm. The boys each have one for themselves and they are hanging up their nice. bath towels. Nice. And that is a beautiful thing. They can reach them. And exactly. Yep. So it's wonderful. So Anyway, now that I know that this works, I feel like at some point I will maybe upgrade to nicer, Mm -hmm. more aesthetically pleasing hooks, Mm -hmm. but I'm so glad that I did this. It's working great. And it is just one of those lessons and reminding myself that I was letting perfect be the enemy of done. Totally. And we could all use a reminder, just do the solution Uh and it's going to be so Uh much better. So that felt great. Love it. Okay, let's get into time management. Let's start with talking about the systems we currently use to manage and plan our time and maybe how those systems are working currently. Okay, it's always like a multi-pronged approach, right? So I do use Google Calendar to like, as like a holding place for dates and times and something that's like always with me then because it's on my phone. Yep. Um, But really that's just like appointments, trips, you know, different things that like have a specific time attached to it. And then I just have mine shared with Jeremiah and vice versa. So like we can see each other's if there's something planned Mm -hmm. um, or if the girls have something and we're trying to, you know, set something else up that's always accessible by both of us. Um, Then we have a big family whiteboard calendar. And when the girls were in public school, it was a great spot for it because it was like in the mudroom on the way out the the garage in the morning to make sure like, okay, you have your library books, you have whatever. But now I, I would say we don't use it quite as much, but the girls still really like to see like, Mm. okay, we don't have gymnastics this week or whatever, you know, when is Nana and Opa coming? Like they just want to know that kind of stuff. So it kind of helps me look at the whole month and it helps them to know what's coming. I will say right now it's still on April. And it is May 16th today. That's right. So we that's how May is going. We are in it. It's in like, the month don't of even May. bother putting May on the calendar. <laughs> that's even right. though you have more things to remember. That's right. You, can, you can't even, don't even have time to put it on the calendar. This is the paradox. We've been texting oh, offline back and forth seriously, about this. I'm just like, so this, this episode may be a bit of a cry for help. Um, I do also use a paper planner. And I found that once I started homeschooling, I really needed a planner that had space where I could see everything at once, like my homeschool plans, extracurriculars, um, 
other things we have scheduled like all at once. So because it really all blurs so Mm. much more together. It's not like the kids are gone at school all day and then like, okay, I have this chunk of time to work or do what I need to do. It's kind of like, okay, do we have time for an art project this Mm -hmm. day? Or, oh no, we have jujitsu or, you know, so it kind of all has to be in one spot. So I, this year used the um, Plum Paper Homeschool Planner and they had a homeschool version that you could um, customize kind of a teacher planner. So my lesson plans are in there. Um, Important dates, I can put dinner and it's like a two page spread for each week. There's all kinds of other stuff. A lot of it, honestly, I don't need and I'm simplifying a little bit more for next year. I'm going to switch to the School Nest Homeschool Planner Mm -hmm. and I will link to that and it's very affordable on Amazon. Um, But anyways, I... I need the weekly plan. I need to see what time we need to be places. And I need it like, I th- I feel like I think in terms of a week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is is what's really helpful. And I will sit down on the weekend at some point and get my paper calendar like ready for the week. And that is the only way I can remember anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't do that, all, all the wheels come off. <laughs> like there's just, even if I don't look back at it very often mm-hmm. during the week, the mm-hmm. fact that I sat down and like got my head around yeah. what the week entailed is helpful. Yeah. So that's kind of our current system. Okay. I have a question about your shared Google calendar with Jeremiah. Does he add any of his commitments? Like if he has an evening commitment or whatnot, or are you like really the manager of that? And then he can take a glance at it and know what the family yeah, situation is. I feel is. like I'm probably more the manager of that. He will put like a work trip or something that's gotcha. a bigger commitment in there. But really, it is probably more me and for him to check before he schedules mm-hmm. something because I'm the one scheduling all the girls stuff gotcha. or whatever. So. Okay. Okay. Always curious about that. Okay. For me, um, kind of similar to you, Google Calendar, I feel like is where my life lives in mm-hmm. terms of knowing what I'm committed to, appointments, school commitments for the kids, travel, all of that. And that's also how Chris and I keep each other in the loop with what we have going on too. So the way that that works, because we we don't quite have a shared Google calendar. It's like we can both see each other's yeah, calendars. That's how ours is too. And so this is what works the best for us. So Chris uses Outlook for work, but we figured out a way and it was... I don't know, a, a Google search. It didn't take too much. It was a little, a little confusing, but we figured it out. We found a way so that I can see his Outlook calendar, his Outlook work calendar on my Google calendar. Mm-hmm. And that's just super helpful. You know, he either has a lot of flexibility or he doesn't. Or you know? none, none flexibility <laughs> exactly. at all. Yeah. And so it's really helpful because if I'm trying to schedule something, um, maybe on a day when Maeve is home with me, a lot of times he can have coverage, mm-hmm. you know, but I kind of, that way I can quickly check into his calendar without actually having to ask him about it anyway. So that's helpful. And then I guess we'll each, when we personally schedule things, we'll invite each other to those events. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a little different than a shared calendar, mm-hmm. but that's how we try to really keep each other in the loop. Like even if I have an appointment and it's on one of my daycare days, and so it shouldn't affect Chris at all. Sometimes I'll just invite him just so we're kind of like, in case anything came up on his end. I don't know. It's just kind of better to over-communicate on those. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you're thinking, oh, remember, this is a day that we don't Mm -hmm. have anything. And you're both like, "Uh, no, I scheduled something. (laughs) (laughs) So we've definitely run into that before. So anyway, that I feel like for a while it was really hard because I couldn't see his calendar and we were always, I was always having to ask him Mm -hmm. what's going on, but it didn't make sense to have a separate shared Google calendar because right. then you just have to Google. input it other places. Exactly. Right. And Chris is already like resistant to the calendar <laughs> in the first place. So you got to meet him where he's at. <laughs> um, we do try to have Chris and I like a weekly admin chat, you know, just mm-hmm. what's coming up and, you know, any solo parenting, th- you know, things like that, just making sure we have coverage mm-hmm. and we both know each other's commitments. It's a good place to catch any of those things that it's like, oh, that didn't show up on my calendar. Yeah. Like, let me make sure I've got that, got that covered. A couple of other things that I use. Another thing I know I've mentioned are my weekly intentions printables. And this is from the Handwriting Club on Etsy. And I will 
put a link in the show notes to those. So I print these out when I am my best organized self. I print <laughs> in it out. In the ideal world. Yes, yes. which is honestly which is not, May. not happening in May, yep. even yep. though I could use it more than ever. This is really a conundrum. We got to get into it, really it another is. time. It really is. Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> so fill that out on Monday mornings, you know, has a place for different kind of top to do's for different areas of your life. It just really helps me feel more organized and set for the week. And just that format for me right now, a printable that I can recycle at the end of the week really works for Mm -hmm. me. I I don't need a whole planner. I just need something really simple. Mm -hmm. So that is really great. And then what I like about that is then when I'm sitting down to make that, I am referencing my Google calendar Mm -hmm. and seeing what I have going on. And then I will say where I keep most of my to-do lists is in the app Todoist. And so I'll kind of cross-reference that as well and then pull the top, you know, things that are relevant to that week or that I want to get done, make it onto that weekly Mm -hmm. sheet. And then that's what I have in front of me through the week that I'm trying to focus on. I like that. And that works. Another little organizing and planning tool that I have is I now have a shared Google calendar with my mom, my dad, and my sister. And it's where we track our family travel. This is what a lot of families need, I feel like. So here is the situation. Now that my parents are retired, they're traveling a lot. Right. And it's honestly so hard to keep track of. And sometimes they're coming to Arizona, but sometimes like they're coming to Arizona, but then they're going to pop over to Denver for a week or they're going down to Tucson. Mm -hmm. And I just could never keep track of Mm -hmm. where they were going to be in the world. And, you know, it's just nice to know, even if it doesn't affect me, it's just nice to know, oh, you're getting ready for that trip or whatever. And the same for my sister and her family. They're not traveling as much, but they sometimes go visit her in-laws in New York or down in Florida. So anyway, yeah, we came up with a shared Google calendar and that's where we put all of our trips, even if it is not to visit each mm-hmm. other, it's just so we can all kind of be aware, you know, oh, I see you just planned a trip to yeah. so-and-so yeah. or whatever. So I, oh, I'm loving that. And I think the way I'm doing it now is maybe I will like put a trip in that shared calendar and like then I'll invite Chris so it'll show up on his calendar because I was also wanting to be the most efficient planner it's like I'm not wanting to put something on multiple calendars so anyway but yeah that is just like a funny little thing that we didn't think of doing for a long time and it actually has been really nice to have so I would recommend that I like that especially like around holiday time. I feel like that is super helpful like wait when did you say you were getting in again like it's all the time exactly I love it All right. What are some time management personal policies? We love a personal policy (laughs) that you or your family practice or try to practice. Okay. Number one is to try to leave one, ideally two, but minimum one weeknight a week free Mm. from evening commitments. And I just, I don't know how much this is time management or how much is just like sanity saving. Like I cannot I feel like we all feel a little overwhelmed if we have somewhere to be every Mm -hmm. single night. Mm -hmm. Um, It also allows like, honestly, with homeschooling, there's so many rabbit trails you can go down and like projects that are a little more lengthy. So I can kind of plan for those days that we don't have to be somewhere at 3.30. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, So that really helps just the the entire flow of the week and have it not feel too full. Um, Another one is I have a rule that kids can only do one sport or extracurricular at a time. Mm -hmm. And ours are fairly time involved at this point. Vanessa's in team gymnastics starting now and Julia's in jujitsu and could go like four times a week if she wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, But anything else needs to fit within for our situation within the homeschool day. Like they were in a musical theater program, Mm -hmm. but that was on a Thursday afternoon. So to me, that's just like their fine arts, you know, for the week, like, right. like you'd go to music class. So otherwise it gets to be way too much way mm-hmm. quickly. Um, because there's, you got to think there's like the games or competitions, plus there's the practices. It's mm-hmm. not just like, Oh, we just have it on this one night. Right. It's never going to just be that. Right. So that's kind of our rule. Um, I'm also really big on teaching the girls to manage their own time. So they, mm-hmm. They each have a watch. They have a Fitbit watch and they are expected to use it. Like I will let them know when it's time to be ready for something. Like I need you back downstairs ready for musical theater at 1230 mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, or if they're outside playing, you you need to come back by five o'clock for mm-hmm. dinner. And they're really good about that. Mm-hmm. And I think because we have like a practical 
use for it. They also feel like really proud, like, yes. it's, you know, like a curfew, like they feel like yeah. big kids. So that really helps. Um, they have an echo dot in their rooms and they set their own alarm in the morning mm-hmm. and they will set timers for certain things too, like 20 minutes of reading time or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we use timers all over the house mm-hmm. all the time. Um, yeah. So I just think like, I'm really thinking a lot about how, you know, they can manage their own time. Mm-hmm. They also have starting the second semester, I figured out to use just real simple little notebooks as like a daily checklist planner for them. So we will put, I mean, it's mostly school things. So I will put the things that they need to do, like with page numbers, if it's, you know, so they're not just asking all day long. And I have found it's really nice because at these ages, you know, they're in third and fourth grade and they want to start having more say over Mm -hmm. how their day goes. So if they want to do their math before they do their reading, fine. Mm -hmm. If they want, you know, it gives them that opportunity and helps them feel really accomplished throughout the day versus me just like, okay, now we're doing this. Okay. Now we're doing this. And it's like, you have all these more opportunities for resistance. than if you're just like lay it all out there one time, now you check it off. Yes. There will be times I need you to work with me and I'll call you over. But other times you you feel free to do that in whatever order Mm -hmm. you want. You know, if it's like a typing lesson or something they can do on their own. Um, so that has been really good. And then I just think another general personal policy is to do it ahead of time when possible. Yes. So like end of your gifts, lunch is packed the night before something, Mm -hmm. um, cooking ahead for a party or Thanksgiving as much as possible. Like Mm -hmm. that just most of the time there is something you can do ahead of time that will make a busy time easier. I don't always live by that, but I try to. Right. (laughs) Yes. That is so true. Okay. A few of mine... In terms of managing my weeks, I really try to block my Monday. So I currently have daycare for Maeve Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So those to me are my work days for writing, podcasting, some home administrative things. Mm -hmm. But I really try to make that my time for really getting the work that's important to me done. And especially I block Mondays for creative productivity. Monday is just, honestly, it's maybe my favorite day of the week. I love starting a fresh week. I love the work that I get to do. I have a lot of energy. The house is usually reset. Mm -hmm. And so just building on that, I block Mondays for that. That's usually when I'm trying to sit down and finish a podcast or get it out. Like we've been recording the podcast on Mondays. Mm -hmm. This means that I'm not planning any appointments on Monday. I'm not planning, you know, if a friend wants to get together for lunch or something, it's never happening on a Mm -hmm. Monday. And I'm, you know, keeping my phone set aside. I'm not going down, you know, what maybe feels like accomplishing a task, but is really just kind of spending some time online. Like I just really bring my focused energy to the day. You know, I've usually set my intentions list for the day. So Mm -hmm. that energy is fresh for me. So anyway, like my Monday productivity day, feels really powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just kind of, I know that as my week goes on, that it kind of shifts. My productivity energy really Mm -hmm. goes down. And then those other just home tasks, errand tasks kind of become more pressing because we're about to be home for the weekend. And so kind of allowing that naturally to take place. I don't feel as much pressure to get as much done on a Friday, for example. Mm -hmm. I kind of know that's going to be a little bit more Mm -hmm. laid back. I also really try very hard not to run errands on my work days unless it's very intentional. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I am on my way back home from daycare and I have a Target drive-up order to pick up, you know, or it's like right on my way. But it it can feel very productive to be like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to run to Target for this thing or I, you know, and getting stuff done. But my daycare days, like that is time that we are paying for. It is so precious. And that is time that's so important to me that I just really try to think about how to have the, the, get the most out like of those more hours. more that deep work and that creative work that yes. you need your like uninterrupted that time That I really for. can't do yeah. any other time. Like you can bring Maeve to Target. Exactly. Not maybe the favorite thing to do. Exactly. But yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that just is going to leave me feeling the most fulfilled, mm-hmm. you know? Um, 
Another thing is being really intentional about Maeve's nap times. When she is home with me, I get, you know, if I'm lucky, an hour and a half to two Mm -hmm. hours, sometimes not always that much time. And so I just try to think ahead about how I want to spend the nap time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is doing a little bit of work. Actually, I often enjoy editing a podcast during Mm -hmm. that time because that's enjoyable work and it's easy to, you know, stop and go be with her again if she wakes up. It's not creating something for from scratch. Yes, exactly. It's like very easy <laughs> yes. to just get into, but then to put yes. it aside as well. So it's maybe that. So that might be the kind of work that I could do, or maybe like working on one of my family photo albums, mm-hmm. something like that. But it, yeah, it's not that deep creative work. Or I try to have intentional rest. Yeah. Basically, I don't want to just get on my phone, scroll, right. and then when she wakes up, feel totally Ugh, exhausted. Depleted and like you wasted time. Exactly. And, yeah. So just trying to be very intentional about that nap time. In terms of a couple of family policies, we really try to keep Sundays free of commitments. Mm-hmm. just feels so good not mm-hmm. to have anything on the calendar. I will say I do often go to the gym on Sunday mornings, but at least that's like pretty early, doesn't get into our into our whole day, and then otherwise try to leave that open. For kid extracurriculars, we're the same as your family. Right now, only one extracurricular activity at a time per kid. Mm-hmm. And we also have kind of a policy that kids don't start an official sport until they're in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. It just feels like, okay, by that time, they might be interested and engaged Mm -hmm. enough in it that it is worth our time and our money to invest in that. And before that, it just, to me personally, and just because they haven't been expressing, like, I am so passionate about this, that it just would feel like one more thing on our calendar that Let's just keep it simple. That that they may or may not cry for. Exactly. I will say, as a teacher and as a former kindergarten teacher, developmentally, that's a great age to start Mm -hmm. stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not that if you choose to do before that you're doing anything wrong, but that's just a good general rule. It's it's also okay to wait because it is so typical to have kids in organized sports at three. And And I feel like people think they have to do that to be like a good parent who's giving their kid every opportunity and you just don't. You definitely (laughs) don't. And then the other family policy is dinner at 530 and kind of the same, like just having that out there. The boys know if they're out playing with friends, they know to be home at 530. Uh They're responsible for that. And they've been doing really great. Mm -hmm. And it's just, they have that autonomy and that feels really good. Yeah. All right. Let's each share a couple of time management wins in our lives currently that others might benefit from hearing about. Okay, so I have just been similar to your nap time and thinking about like, what do I need today during this time? I've been using kind of that waiting time between activities. So for example, on one day I drop um, Julia off at jiu-jitsu and then I have to pick Vanessa up 45 minutes later at gymnastics. Well, it's not really enough time to come home in between or do anything major, but I try to think about like, okay, can I run to target? Can I do a return? Mm-hmm. Or is today a day I need to like go through the drive through and get mm-hmm. myself some Starbucks and read in the car? Mm-hmm. You know, is it a day I want to go watch them do whatever they're yep. doing? Like that really just thinking about it that way instead yeah. of like, Ugh, every right. time, what do I do with this 45 right. minutes? Like kind of, you know, penciling in something there that I'm going to plan to do that day. Um, Ordering groceries online for pickup almost exclusively. Oh, I'll tell yeah. you what, I don't know if I can go back. I don't know if I can go back. It just, it feels like it, no matter what, will take minimum two hours to grocery shop. By the time oh, you go yeah. there, get it in your car, get it home. Yeah. And here, honestly, with the heat, Oof. it that was, I think, one of the things that made me the crabbiest is loading yeah. and unloading the car oh. and getting in the hot car yes. after being in the cold grocery yes. store. Yes. And I just, oh, it just feels like a waste of time or something I just do not have time for right Mm -hmm. now. So it's not important to me that I pick every single apple myself. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll be fine. And then, you know, we do go, like, Jeremiah is great about running to Costco or running to Trader Joe's, like, once a month for some other things that we can't find. But otherwise, that is a big time saver. Yeah. Um, And then just, like, listening to audiobooks or podcasts while I do other things Mm -hmm. is, like... It just feels like I'm cheating the system yeah. and I like it it's a like lot. free time. Yeah, because everybody's like, how do you read so many books? Well, I listen to like half of them yeah. and I do it while I'm doing laundry Me or too. when I'm driving home that 20 minutes from gymnastics by myself. Or yep. um, It just feels like a real like efficient but enjoyable way yes. to pair up any chore or errand. Oh, so yes, highly recommend. Yes, love that. 
Okay, one thing that I just did, inspired by this episode that I'm very excited about, I am already planning ahead for April next year. Oh, because April is like your April gauntlet. is really our crunch time because that is that's Chris's May. Uh-huh. And this is also what happens is I think in my head, even though we have been doing this for over a decade. <laughs> Somehow April catches me off guard every single year. And I think sometimes it's like heading into it. It's just always like, okay, it's okay. Chris's schedule is okay. But things just always pile yes, on last added. minute. Mm-hmm. And it always ends up being so stressful. And I think too, in my head, I'm always thinking, okay, we have a little bit more time left before May until the end of school. And then April is just a big month for our family. At the beginning of the month, our wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, Maeve's birthday, Dash's birthday, (laughs) Easter is often in there. Even just those things would make it a super busy month. And then you layer on top Chris being, you know, extra busy evening meetings, super stressed. And oh my gosh. And then the getting ready for May. Exactly. So things that you're doing in April to get ready for like yes. Mother's Day or, you know, totally, whatever it might be. Totally. So it is a situation and I just, am, I know we can do better. So <laughs> what I did in Gmail, you can schedule an email to yourself that mm-hmm. I have mentioned using for my Christmas notes. Yes. That I'll make notes about Christmas yeah. and schedule it to send to myself like next October. So I wrote a little email to both me and Chris, it will arrive March 1st, 2023. And it will remind us to plan ahead for April. Yes. It was like, Hey, you've got one month. Remember April is crazy. Yep. Every single year, get ready now. And I remind, I reminded us to schedule a date night or two Yeah, because you know, what also happens. We are just doing so much coordinating and logistics. Mm -hmm. We don't have any date nights, any like time to actually connect. Mm -hmm. And And then you get to the end of the month feeling like I don't, I hate everything about my life. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, told us to, okay, plan now for your anniversary, plan those April birthdays, plan easy dinners. Yes. Easy dinner. Stock that freezer. Yes. Um, I said, have, make sure the cleaners come twice in April. Mm. That's going to be worth it. So anyway, a future email to myself. Love it. Very excited to receive that. So hopefully that will help us do better. If I checked my email, that would work for me as well. I think <laughs> I need to do something you need else. a scheduled text. Like a calendar. A scheduled yeah. text. They must have that <laughs> they service. Must. <laughs> okay. The other thing I wanted to mention, I can't remember if I've talked about this or not, but it's definitely a time management win. I was having a really hard time figuring out doing my grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And I honestly was feeling pretty salty about it. Yeah. Because you love the Trader Joe's trip. I love the Trader Joe's trip. And that is just I'm so used to that food and it works for our family Mm -hmm. and they don't do any sort of Instacart service or grocery pickup. Mm -hmm. So you, you gotta go. Um, and I, and I'm okay with that, but like I said, my daycare days are so precious. I didn't want to be using those for any of that, but I also don't want to bring a toddler with me and I also don't want to do it on the weekends. So I asked my mother-in-law if she would come Thursday mornings and uh-huh. watch Maeve for a couple of hours. Yeah. And that has been working overall really well. Perfect. It It is a little bit tricky just in terms of like a sickness in this family right, or this right. family. And so it honestly has been hard to like get into like a very consistent rhythm. But the weeks that it works, that really helps. Mm-hmm. And, and I just feel really good that I found a way to not use my work time right. to right. do like a home administrative task. Cause it doesn't feel like that's what that time is for. And to just kind of, you know, step back, think outside the box a little bit. So anyway, plus that, she gets some grandma time. Oh then yeah. And... Oh, it's great. It's win, win, win. Yeah, perfect. So that's been pretty good overall. All right. What about some time management challenges in your life currently? And maybe we can brainstorm some ideas together to make it better. Okay. Yeah. The entire month of May is a time management challenge. I think what it is, is that the things that are always there are still there. Exactly. And most of them require twice as much now Mm -hmm. because it's not just gymnastics. It's an end of year gymnastics celebration. Right. Or it's not just play practice. It's the play performance Mm -hmm. also and the costumes and all the things. So I think that that is what it is. It's like everything is on steroids. And Mm -hmm. then I think, was it Pantsuit Politics talking about this? Someone was talking about how, like, why do we have all the very gendered 
um, teacher appreciation, nurse appreciation, Mother's Day, all the same month. You want to know who that sucks for? Women. Oh my gosh. Women. That's who that sucks for. Women who are supposed to be being celebrated. Women who are the ones that are in charge of getting all these gifts. (laughs) Yes. So like that is another thing that makes it. it very hard. I think also there will be things that change randomly. So like right. this is what happened. I have book club second Wednesday every month. Yep. I know that. Yeah. But Jeremiah's schedule is changed, like shifting for summer for like his gotcha. jujitsu. So then I didn't even think about because right. I was like, oh, this is automatic. Right. Usually that month he does kind of dad dinner that night. Well, he had already done dad dinner and didn't go to the Tuesday class because I forgot to remind him that it was book club. And it was like dang it. Ugh. But like, he'd just taken the whole night before for me. So I'm like, well, I can't, I'm, that's not, I'm not going to say you can't go to jujitsu now. Yeah. So it's one of those things where like stuff shifts just enough or yeah. levels up just enough that you're like, Ugh. and then you add graduations, holidays. Ju- yeah. We have Julia's birthday in May. Yeah. There is Ugh. Memorial day. You add a birthday we are ending the school year, which I will say since homeschooling, I, I do get a little like panicky and talk myself down. This is only my second May, but I have to talk myself down like what we've done is enough. Mm-hmm. We can, there is no beginning and end to home learning. Like we can keep, you know right. what I mean? Like there's no need to cram anything in. Mm-hmm. There's no final test. There's no, like at least in Arizona, there's no reason to cram and stress ourselves out. Mm-hmm. So that's something I need to remind myself. But otherwise we do tend to have less because at least we don't have like school performances yep. or whatever. But, you know, there's still like we want to get together with our homeschool group one more time to mm-hmm. celebrate the end of the year or we have, it's just, there's yes. always something. Yes. So I think that's where it becomes like, I don't even have time to think about right. putting things on the May calendar before they're happening. Yes. So you're just like putting out fires all month long. Totally. That's number one. Should we talk about that? Should yeah. we talk about any strategies to Let's help with this? Let's talk about it. Because I do think too, for some other areas of the country this goes more into june mm-hmm. even because of so let's what do you think what well, is the solution to well, this <laughs> well i don't know if i can say that <laughs> first of all i was gonna say do you have any ideas like of what would help you or that you feel use my damn calendar like <laughs> that's a number one <laughs> okay but i think it's one of those things where you do need to remind yourself like in april Yes. To get ahead. Because normally exactly. it's like, oh, it's the first day of the month. I can sit down with my calendar and now I'm good. Mm-hmm. Well, if you wait that long right. till May, May will run, run away you, with it's you. It's going <laughs> to run you over. Exactly. <laughs> and then you cannot get up and write exactly. on the calendar. Exactly. So I think that's one thing. Like y- keep using the tools that yeah. work for you, even though everything feels mm-hmm. bananas. Mm-hmm. That's one. And maybe there's a, a May planning meeting with yourself that then afterwards touch base with Jeremiah to just confirm the schedules in mid-April. Mm-hmm. But too early. You think it's too early. But it's not. But it's not. It's really not. Yeah. So maybe it's that. I think so. I think I like your idea of like sending, setting a reminder. Yeah, you have to prompt yourself. Yeah. Because history shows. <laughs> we forget. We've Every year we forget. Every time. And suddenly it's May 1st and it's too late. Yeah. Also delegate, like speaking of these gendered appreciation, like there is no reason your husband cannot pick up the Starbucks gift cards for the teachers. Totally. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Or that you can't do that in March and have them sitting on your bulletin board ready to go, whatever. Like, I think that's a hard thing is you think it all has to happen in May and that you are the one who has to do it all. And that is not the case. Mm -hmm. So I think a May planning meeting Maybe this is going to be next a next year April topic mm-hmm. so that we both remember mm-hmm. and we can remind everyone else out there. <laughs> there we go. And then like during that planning meeting too, it's identifying what can get done right now. Yeah. What teacher gifts can I go get right now? What of this can I delegate? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's other things too, where it's like the boys dentist appointments were coming up this like, month. Why and are we like, doing this in and May? It's like, no, yes. we can just put, we're just going to kick that on down the yep. road. Like what can we eliminate? Right. So yeah, I think just a, a big thing like that. And then, and then it probably is too, like what extra help do yes. I need? Can I, like you said, delegate anything mm-hmm. like outside of the family? Like, should we do a meal service yeah. for some of May or mm-hmm. some extra takeout nights or whatever it is, either have cleaners come extra or have cleaners come like if no other time during the year, then maybe once in May right. to help you right. out. Or in June, right after the May yes. craziness oh, ends that's or whatever. A great idea. Yeah. Because okay. sometimes that's even like a those normal things. It's like, I can't even fit that in. I can't fit in my normal thing. I'm just, right. I just need to move it like a couple weeks and mm-hmm. it would be less stressful. Yeah. So one. 
Those are, those are my ideas. Okay. Trying to identify those pressure points early and doing your best to head them off. Mm -hmm. Here's another idea. How about during May? Don't redo all your floors and tear (laughs) apart your house. Like someone that, you know, decided to do. This, I think we come in with this energy. We come in with this spring refresh That's energy. Right. We're just going to do it's it like, all. No, no. And by May 15th, we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> Why? So true. So true. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me share my first one. My first time management challenge. I want more structure and almost like some more prep for my days at home with Maeve. Okay. I love having my two days a week at home with Maeve, but yeah, I just feel like I am so often like heading into the day and then just like being very reactionary. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard with a toddler because it can be like, okay, do you want to go do bubbles outside? Okay, great. You do. Well, we need to put on your shoes. You don't want to put on your shoes. Mm-hmm. And in, in the midst of trying to get you to put on your shoes, suddenly we're having a tea party and now the tea party right. stuff is out <laughs> right. and now you want a snack. And right. you know what? It's suddenly I'm just like, what is happening? Yes. Like I thought I had a plan for kind of how our day would go. go. And it just kind of feels like it gets so off the rails and not off the rails in like we didn't have a great day or something, but right. where I just not even feel out of control. It just it's doesn't feel It's a long structured. day with a toddler when, when you feel like they're just kind of leading you into one yeah. thing and the next. It's like yeah. you need to feel, I needed that when my kids were that age just because I needed some benchmarks in the day to look yes. forward to, like snack time at, mm-hmm. a, at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Like, And so I think that, I mean, here's my suggestion. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to have loose, like in the morning we eat breakfast and then we go play outside. Mm-hmm. That's every day. So mm-hmm. then, because I just think routine is everything and like toddlers especially are just way less resistant when it's just what, like think about her school day. Right. It's always going to be like outside at this time, snack mm-hmm. at this time. And so I think um, even if it's just a flow more so than like a specific time, mm-hmm. it would... I I found that helpful to be like okay well outside maybe the park mm-hmm. or outside maybe the our driveway mm-hmm. right but like she knows that after breakfast we put our shoes on and we go outside yep and then we talk about what we're gonna do right instead of like do you want to go do this well right toddler's well, favorite no. word is no <laughs> until you know until they do and they that's change right. their mind that's right so I think I I found that really helpful mm-hmm. like I needed to be like even just like okay I can make it till 10 15 snack mm-hmm. time am I still parenting at 10 15 yes right but it is a change of pace like right. I I just you know something different is happening yeah. yep so I think I kind of need that I also think I need some more like prepared activities. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of stuff in the house that Maeve can do a lot of great toys and whatnot, but I don't have really like a rotation. I don't have a, okay, now let's get out this thing Mm -hmm. and do it. Mm -hmm. I don't have a great stocked, like, um, arts and crafts cabinet. And even honestly, an arts and crafts cabinet isn't a great thing for her at this age right, right now. Right, but just like some get things in. you can pull Yeah, I, I would love to have like some different little bins of activities mm-hmm. that then even I could be thinking about the day before or that morning, like, okay, I'll get out the Play-Doh bin, mm-hmm. you know, after snack time. And then maybe I'll get out this bin. Like I just need everything because when you're with a toddler, you don't have time no, no. to collect the no, things because no. they've lost interest or they're yeah. having a fit or whatever. <laughs> you just have to get it out and here plop don't and give almost them a like choice. really be ready with it before she even like gets totally. up from nap or anything yes, yeah exactly and she's very much that kid like yeah. that is her personality yeah. too so I feel like that would work well for her I think I just haven't had I, I really just feel like I need a day or two of like some preschool prep mm-hmm. and I'm just I think I'm not naturally a really crafty mom. Mm-hmm. I don't have like the teacher background. Like I have mm-hmm. interest in all of that, but I just feel like I don't intuitively like, like oh, know I can what put to these do. cotton balls with this. And yes, then, yeah. that is all yeah. feels kind of very foreign and a little overwhelming to yeah. me, but I, I want to get there. And so I just, did you, do you follow busy toddler? Do you still? I have before, and maybe I could re-engage. I would, I would highly recommend re-engaging. She also has like a curriculum's not a great word for it, but she has a, a guide. Yeah. It's called playing preschool and mm. it's just a PDF. So you okay. could print it or you could not. Okay. And it's just like those kinds of things like mm. set up and you can take what you want, leave. Yeah. I would totally use it with my kids if I had toddlers mm-hmm. still. Cause I found I needed that little bit 
another great starting place maybe and if it's overwhelming to think about like all of the bins or activities mm-hmm. you could have ready like all of the choices you could have yes. for Maeve what if you start with this is something I did is I had an under bed box mm-hmm. and I made that my sensory bin mm-hmm. and I just changed it weekly so at the very least, there was something new, like maybe rice and dinosaur toys mm-hmm. or, you know, and then because that way you can kind of get it together on the weekend. Right. And it's one thing to think about, but it's like, this is what we do after nap time mm-hmm. when she just needs to have her hands busy, but like, it's just yeah. ready for her. Mm-hmm. So it's not, what do you want to do? Because like the the less questions you can ask a toddler, the better. Totally. Because they're horrible. Yes. <laughs> They don't know. They're cute little disasters. <laughs> yes. They don't know. And then they're so bad at true. you that they don't know. Oh my gosh. So yes. if it's just like, this is what we do, or, you know, we bring this out on just the Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. And then yeah. it's like a novelty. Yeah. She doesn't have that much, just that one. much time, you know, Tuesdays, Thursdays, weekend, mm-hmm. and then something new. I, this is making me think, I really do think I need like some planning time for yeah. myself and I probably need to find a couple of resources because, you know, Pinterest is too much, it's too much when you don't know what you want. Yep. So I need like a go-to resource. That sounds like a perfect one to start with. And then I think I need to identify for myself, like, okay, I want to make a sensory bin. Mm-hmm. I want a Play-Doh bin. Mm-hmm. And then I want like a, she's very into painting. So yeah. I really would like to get a little bit more like paint situation yeah. for her. So I just need to start with like a few little bins, yes, like some basics. And I feel like then I could sort of add to that mm-hmm. over time. You could even just have like an art, a pretend play and a sensory bin. Mm. And then maybe one week art is Play-Doh. One week art is finger paints. Mm-hmm. One week, you know, but those things just rotate. Okay. And you could count any of that as, right. you know. Right. And then maybe the other one is like, you put some new pretend animals that aren't right. normally in her row. So that you don't have to have all her toys on rotation. Yes. Because that feels overwhelming. Right. But just like these are, you know, because mm-hmm. that's the novelty is what you need yeah. with the toddlers. Totally. Yes. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't quite have enough of that and I don't have a structured way to introduce it where I feel like I know what's going on. And yes, those benchmarks of the day are so important, like so good for her, so good for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just feel like, like we're having good days, but I just feel with a little bit more intention, a little bit more planning, I think we could enjoy them even more. Mm -hmm. And just as she's getting older, like just becoming, you know, really able to play and do those things, do a little bit more outing. So, okay. And she like loves to clean. Oh, she She loves to clean. I could have a cleaning bin. You could. Or you could just have like, okay, it's our cleaning time. Come help That's mama. Right. And just like you're yeah. working on, yes, she's working on her little cleaning and you're just like, okay, I just want to get the counter cleaned off yes. or something. Totally. You know? Okay. Yes. Great. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling, okay. Let me ask you this. What would be your favorite, um, like, should I go to a teacher store to look at stuff? Sometimes I get a little overwhelmed shopping online because there's just so many choices. Yeah. Do you think, think like just a te- Amazon? You would just do Amazon? if you get look on Busy Toddler, start okay. there, even just on the Instagram, okay, and then think of, look into. I think the curriculum's like thirty five dollars. It's like a whole year worth of okay. activities. So there's like seasonal stuff in there. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff. But then a lot of times those have like a shopping list right gotcha. there, and you could okay. literally just check it all off on Amazon. Okay, that would be helpful. I find teacher stores and stuff. A lot of times that stuff is just more expensive for okay. like stacking cups, for right. example. Well. Right. You could just get them at Ikea yeah. or Amazon or, okay. you know. Okay. I think that's kind of, but I think it's overwhelming if you don't know what you. What you want. Yeah. So if you have those maybe broader categories, like an art bin, a sensory bin, you can be like, okay, I can get things to rotate just even two to start with mm-hmm. and then have a little space in a closet that's just for Maeve stuff. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like this, Erica. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Okay. What's, what's your next challenge? All right. Um, I need a plan and this is hard for me because I resist these kinds of plans, mm-hmm. but I do need some kind of plan for my not actively schooling time, oh. like in the afternoon. Okay. It needs to be, it's kind of like one of those things where you say what you can do at nap time. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of brain power left yep. after schooling all day. And usually by like two, two thirty, we're done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's an hour before we have to go to an activity. Sometimes I have all the way till dinner time, mm-hmm. but often it's low energy. <laughs> so it's like I need 
I really think, honestly, what needs to happen is that needs to be workout time. That's that was the first thing that because came I'm not to a mind. morning person, you know that's not going to happen. Yep. And I feel like it would re-energize me for right. the rest of the day if I just was like, okay, I'm done with school. The first thing I do is a workout. Mm-hmm. So that plus, like, I feel like I just need to make like a cue of fairly mindless, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like you said, podcast editing or yeah. something that's like. Easy enough to do when you don't have your full creative yes, capabilities. Right. Or but, just reading but, even. But kind of pleasant. Yeah. But you're getting something done. Yes. Or yes. recharging at the very least mm-hmm. if it's reading a book. Because otherwise I sit on the couch and I scroll. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm looking at curriculum. No, right. you're not. No, you're not. Right. You were looking at <laughs> curriculum 20 minutes ago. Now you need to put your phone down. So. Yes. It just, I, I think I need almost like a, okay, on Tuesdays I work on this or mm, on, you know, I like that. like a framework. Yeah, I like that. And so, and the girls are occupied during this time. They're playing yeah, with they're friends, usually, doing their own this thing. This is kind of when they go outside, they might go in the pool, they might, yeah. So it's it's kind of, I think what is hard for me too, is I'm still on duty. Right. Like, but they're, they're pretty know, self-sufficient. Nine and all, yeah, almost nine and almost 11. So it's, they can be outside. I don't have to have eyes on them all the right. time but it's like you know you could be interrupted at any point in time mm-hmm. so yeah it's just thinking through that's kind of on my summer plan to think through that for the fall like mm-hmm. what could I be doing during that time that would make something easier the next day be taking care of me mm-hmm. in genuine ways not just in ways that feel good like chips and scrolling right right so I really like the idea of brainstorming a list of things that you feel like match that energy and that time right Because sometimes, you know, just from that list, you might get some more ideas. I do love the idea of something active, some kind of exercise. That was the first thing that came to mind because it almost is like how to fight the afternoon slump. It's just like kind of energize your body until dinner. Otherwise, sometimes, yeah, and it can just like you've maybe been sitting a lot with school, Mm -hmm. like being kind of sedentary. It can just feel so good to like move and stretch. I mean, I was gonna say even just. Okay, school is officially done, and whether it's with the girls or not, we do a five to ten minute stretch. Yeah, that just that yeah. feels so good and because you've been hunched over your books and everything. Yeah, yeah. that like feels that. that feels really good. Um, yeah, I'm kind of wondering about the other like semi creative but low energy kinds of things. Whether it's maybe looking at your editorial calendar for homeschoolhood mm-hmm. podcast, like no expectations of like work, but just kind of like checking in. Cause yeah. sometimes that just makes you feel connected to the work. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of just like thinking about, okay, the next thing I might want to do is this, or if you have the energy, right. maybe you're starting to work An on an outline, outline something. something like that. I like um, that. Like things that can be in rough draft mode or finish it up mode. Mm-hmm. Not like Totally. The super focused work mode. Exactly. I also wonder, I also feel like maybe you need some kind of marker for yourself. Like yes. I make a cup of decaf coffee or this special cup yes. of tea or this or kind of snack. Caffeinated coffee. You know, where I, yeah. I feel like you might need build in some ritual to I like it. That. Like I make this cup of coffee and then I go sit here. Right. Which is not a place I sit during the school day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it can just kind of like one blurs into the other totally. and all of a sudden it's four. Yeah, and I'm it's like, oh, like, why am I tired and also didn't get dinner started? Yeah. And like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I like right. that. And, and probably in the, in the week ahead, when you're looking at your week, Mm -hmm. like identify it, it's, it's not five days a week because sometimes you do just need to chill and veg, but maybe it's like, okay, here's like two or three things that I want to get done this week Mm -hmm. that would match up with that afternoon. Like I want to exercise once Mm -hmm. I want to do this, want to do this. And then maybe it's on each day you get maybe the choice. Yes. Cause that is part of it is if if I say every day I do this then I won't do that. Right. So give yourself a little like menu, but you know, they all need to be crossed off by the end of the week. I like that. Something like that. I like that. And Mm -hmm. that works for my kids. What we just talked about, right. With their daily Mm -hmm. checklist. Like you have some, markers that are, you know, school is a set mm-hmm. thing that we're doing for sure, but then some choice around that, but mm-hmm. this all needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Okay. okay. I like it. And I, I like too, that you're not putting the pressure on yourself for right now, but yeah. it's like for fall, yes. this is going to be one of my, as intentions. I'm thinking about how the school year went, I'm like, you know, I really could have, I have more time than I realize, mm-hmm. and not that I have to pack everything with productivity, but even if it's more intentional rest, um, I think that that contributes to feeling like real depleted at the end of the week when you just haven't done anything with your time, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. Okay. Well, mine is maintaining my writing and creative work pipeline, which I think this is, this is maybe this is where I'm a at little, too. a little mm-hmm. bit related. So my personal goal for myself is to publish one blog post and companion audio blog per week. This definitely happens more easily when, and we have talked about this a lot when I'm not starting from scratch each week when I'm not on Monday opening up a blank blog post and expecting to get it from A all the way to Z Uh in one week. What works best for me is if I start on Monday and I have a draft and I am like 75% done, final edit, finishing touches, Mm -hmm. then record the audio blog. So you got to be ahead. That's the key. Yeah, exactly. It's you've got to already like already be on your way. I mm-hmm. need that pipeline. Mm-hmm. I always need some ideas in the hopper. I need a couple of drafts a little bit started. Mm-hmm. I need a couple that are ready to be finished up. And I have one that's scheduled, ready to mm-hmm. go out. So there are times when I've gotten into this routine. It is so fragile. Oh, one the smallest One thing. sick yeah. kid or yep. just one even otherwise normal week that just, right. I don't even know why didn't feel exactly (laughs) ideal or I just wasn't feeling the energy and suddenly the whole thing comes crashing down, you know, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I am really getting there. And suddenly I'm back to, and suddenly it's like, Oh, I haven't put out a podcast in a month. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And so that just, it feels so frustrating to me Mm -hmm. because I, I feel like I'm so intentional with my time. I'm so great about accomplishing things. And so when I have this thing that I said I wanted to do that it seems like I should have the time to be able to Mm do. It's so frustrating to me when, when I can't do it. So that's, so that's that. Um, (laughs) my pipeline feels just very fragile. And I, I think it's honestly a combination. Like, you know, I have like in my, in my notes, I have, is it me? Is it a season? How like, can, it how is can me. I, inf- I It's it all me. me. That's it's part of the problem. It turns out it's all me. <laughs> that is the problem. And I know it's not like I'm doing a bad job. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But it, that I think that is really what it is, is that all of that, like right. our individual, me and you prop each other up often totally. or pick up the slack for each other. Totally. And we have that pipeline. And where, we have that accountability. Yeah. And one of us can keep it going. And even if the other one can't mm-hmm. at the moment or that month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think when we're doing it on our own, mm-hmm. it's, it's all us. So yeah. like, it just feels like this huge, like the startup, like the, yeah. the, to get the momentum going again each time it's is so hard. So hard even and when was, you want to. I was talking to a friend about this, a friend that doesn't like, pu- like write or anything like that. And she was saying like, well, maybe you should try to do less. And I think that is a great recommendation, but I think I really resist against it because I have so much more that I want to write and say Mm -hmm. than two blog posts a month. And so even though it makes sense that I'm not able to get that done. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. So that's like kind of a conundrum Mm -hmm. for me that I'm like, well, wouldn't it be better to just get those two done and then build from there? But it's like somehow I can't give myself that goal because I'm like, no, I have so much more that I want to say than just two, two per month. So, and it almost feels like it's just a matter of, I that's not going to get the momentum going. Right. Like yes. you got to do it that regularly really, to yes, keep it. Yes, that's so true. That's part of it too. That really isn't that mm-hmm. really isn't the momentum. Like really the once a week feels like, you know, once a week is like such a good mm-hmm. regular momentum. Like that's just how my life is rolling kind yeah. of. So, yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time with that. I I do think I am working to clear some things from my commitments mm-hmm. for next fall. And so I'm just, I am hoping that maybe getting into even more of that and the pipeline being a little less fragile. Yeah. Next just creating fall. a little more blank space where things don't yeah. creep in. And- yeah. And you know, the other thing that this was also from my, uh, my friend who like good outside perspective, and this was a great point was just trying to write shorter posts. Yeah. I'm yeah. verbose. You, you are verbose. My <laughs> podcast partner knows this. A lot of words. Uh-huh. I say a lot of words. That the don't amount get of times that Kelsey stops herself and makes a very particular face about, nope, Because I less. said way too much on something that I could just say in three words. And so that's probably also a good, you know, I, it's a, it's a great, it's a great idea. I think I have to like get myself into that mindset. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe generate some ideas of things I could just turn Quick, out quicker. Couple paragraph. I think what is hard about that too is if you're not doing it as often as you want to be already, it feels like, well, I got to catch up with all of these yes, things I want to say about totally, this. Totally, totally. But I if you feel were behind. more in the groove, it would be like, okay, this is more like real time up to Turn date and out. I can give you a quick one. Yes. Yeah. So true. It is. I am right there with you. I don't know what the solution is. I really don't. I, I think what it is for me is I'm going to need to like dedicate an entire Saturday or something mm-hmm. to getting ahead mm-hmm. and then have a set time. But what is so hard is the schedule changes all the time right. with kids activities and whatever. So right. that's what happens. That changes and it's like, oh, nope, mm-hmm. I'm off. Mm-hmm. But like have a set time where I'm ahead and have multiple things I can work on that are podcast related. Right. Right. And then I can choose what I have the energy mm-hmm. for. Yeah. But that that time is for working on that specifically, or I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. It's very tricky. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe for me as well, like I really need to do a focused, like, okay, a focused week and I get like 10 drafts, Mm -hmm. like halfway ready, Mm -hmm. like really maybe using some more batch working. Yeah. You know, like this is only time for drafts. I'm not going to worry about anything else. Exactly. And the other thing I've thought about too, is that. I think it's really tricky with, with maybe many types of work, but it feels like creative work too. It just, it takes more time than you think it will. And so you have what, you know, you have this amount of time yeah. and it's like, I should I be able that out. to get this done. Mm-hmm. And then when you can't, it's mm-hmm. so frustrating, but maybe it really, maybe you actually don't have quite enough time right. you need to find some more elsewhere or, or like a different kind of time. Like I really need, mm-hmm. sometimes my week is a little bit tricky having Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like I really wish I had Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Cause I had you're like, like two in the days, mm-hmm. um, but that's not an option right now. So anyway, maybe it's like, it's just going to kind of have to be that way yeah. until my schedule changes a bit. Yeah. So it is tricky. I don't. I don't know the solution, but well, I we'll keep working I on it. I appreciate the validation. <laughs> All right. Finally, this episode is going to be airing in mid June when many kids, including our own, are already on summer break or will be soon. So, what time management ideas do you have to help create a good summer for your family and for yourself? Also important. Okay, so much like your schedule for Maeve, like you were talking about, I need always, even when my kids were in school, I needed some sort of rough summer schedule Yes, because the days are real long mm-hmm. and real hot mm-hmm. and I need I need to have a roadmap. Yeah. So just having a rough structure of some must-dos that happen every morning, like we're still going to do our morning routine of getting ready before they even come downstairs, mm-hmm. um, breakfast, chores, their little morning chores that they do, and a little schoolwork. We are going to keep going with our math and do like actual lessons from math because we switched math this year and took it slow and we're mm-hmm. very gentle in our pace. And I I do want to do a little catching up. And then also just that's one of those things like they're at such crucial ages for like multiplication, division, yes. fractions, all these fundamental skills that like I just want to keep it going and get ahead a little bit. Um also probably like the summer library reading program Ooh, yeah. and some sort of reading, but then just leave it at that. Yep. And then they do have some breaks and camps strategically scheduled. So mm-hmm. uh, there's gymnastics camp the same week that Julia has a little rec center, um, like video game science and crafts. Mm. You know, she has a little something that day too. They are signed up for a full week of theater camp. Beautiful. It is nine to three. Oh, and I'm so excited. That's going to be an amazing I don't even know what that you. feels like anymore. Right. Um, we have a Wisconsin trip. Then right when we get back from that, they have NASA Astro Camp, which is in the afternoons oh, for cool. a Monday through Friday. It's like put on by Arizona Science Center, but it's just at the library. And it's like one to four. So that hot time of afternoon. Perfect. Perfect. Something to go do. And then I am planning on starting school July 18th. All because right. it's going to be like a modified year round cool. situation. Because it just... Honestly, here, this is not the place for like long summer free breaks. summers out in the sprinkler all day. No. Like even really in July and August when it gets so hot during the day, you almost need to wait till the mm-hmm. sun starts to go down to get in the pool even. Yeah. So yeah. it's just not the time for these meandering, you know. Yes. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to take advantage of that and get started on the 18th. All right. I love it. <laughs> so I love that for you guys. Well, yeah, I'm thinking a lot about what our weekly rhythms are going to be like and just thinking about, you know, the boys are nine and seven. Maeve is two. So we kind of have two mm-hmm. different age groups here. Maeve still naps in the middle of the day. Um, and we also have, we'll be spending the month of June in Eau Claire. Mm-hmm. And so that will be 
really fun, a big new adventure for all of us, lots of new things to explore and whatnot, but we won't have any childcare. Yeah. And so lots of together time (laughs) and lots of needing to keep the kids entertained and all this stuff. And also just thinking about Chris and I are going to be so excited to explore, but there might be some things that we're very excited about that the kids aren't very so excited true. about. So, <laughs> or that they tend to ruin for you. <laughs> yes. So really trying to think ahead to like temper our expectations mm-hmm. and then just think about, well, how do we pair things with, well, we're going to go do this and then we're going to get ice cream. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? So, um, or like, this is your day to go explore on your own. This is your day to go yes, explore on your totally. own. Totally. Making sure we both get recharged time. We have definitely learned our lesson on all of those. And in, in both places, just wanting to find some weekly rhythms, yeah. a few ideas that I have, we were, are going to have the return of cold treat Wednesdays. Love it. This is my fun summer mom invention <laughs> where every Wednesday- You're so fun. I'm You're so, so fun. fun. Um, we go find a different cold treat every Wednesday. I want to go to the library once a week, both in Eau Claire and here mm-hmm. in Gilbert. And we'll definitely be doing some pool days, definitely here in Gilbert. If I assume it'll be warm enough, but I don't know. It says it's going to be like 80 degrees. That sounds very chilly to me. <laughs> it's humid. Remember. Okay. There you go. There you go. The pool is going to work. So anyway, um, also thinking about what I've definitely found, I will make these fun, quote unquote, fun plans, you know, wherever all structure and yeah. whatnot. And then when I share it with the boys, I don't get a lot of buy-in. They're very disappointed. Very disappointed. So really needing to include the boys in that planning process. I think I just so often keep forgetting, like you said, like the girls like to know, like Mm -hmm. when we have this coming up, you know, they like to know and yeah, now that they can tell time and look at calendars Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. So I think that will just be a way that we can make sure we're including things that they want to do and that they know is coming up. So there's less resistance, hopefully Mm -hmm. when it does come up. So that's one thing. Um, Chris and I do need to talk about our summer screen time policy. Currently the boys have screen time Friday through Sunday. So just the weekends and we need to kind of talk about how that will change or not for mm-hmm. the summer and maybe how we can be most strategic with it. Like yes. how do we it get, how, you need it. how do we get a rest out of it or mm-hmm. how do we tie it to whether it's like chore expectations or, you know, I'm not really sure. Right. You know, I want it to be enjoyable for them. I don't want to put like right, too right. many, um, too many expectations on it, but yeah, just to be strategic Make with the it. most of it. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, finally, um, when we are here in Gilbert, the boys do have a couple of camps that they will do, um, just one, one week at a time and Maeve will continue her three day per week daycare schedule. So I actually feel pretty good about that. Uh-huh. And then we also go back to school early. Our Gilbert public school calendar is going to modified year round mm-hmm. this year as well. So we are starting late July mm-hmm. and I'm excited about that. Yeah. And it's going to be good. Good. You will be ready by then. I think I will. (laughs) I think we all will. (laughs) All right. That wraps up our time management discussion. But what are you obsessed with lately? Okay. I'm obsessed with my new pool floats that I splurged on. Tell us. Now, you know, you can get a pool float for for like $12.99. Yeah. I mean, really any amount of dollars. But I went to the pool store. I had that random 45 minutes that I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. And I was like, because I am being very intentional, like I told you, about finding ways to embrace summer, to get yes. excited about it. Yep, because this is important. It's we're, it's here to stay. Summer hygge. Um, so I got these Swimways Spring Float Recliner XL, oh, made for grown folks. Yes. I have made a house rule that children are not allowed in it. Oh, I love it. Because they rip, like they rip the netting and stuff because mm-hmm. they're trying to stand on it and right. jump off of it. And I'm like, no. nope, you have all the floaties that your tiny little behind fits in mine fits in this one (laughs) so this is is mine this is for mine so i got one for jeremiah and i we floated them for the their inaugural float yesterday (laughs) for a little sunday fun day in the pool with the kids and it was marvelous i'm like oh you get what you pay for with these yeah and i don't know why so these are the ones that let you kind of like chill in the water yeah so you're kind of like halfway in the water so it's actually perfect for this time of year when the water is still a little chilly Mm -hmm. but it's also too hot to just be in the sun without Mm -hmm. being in the water Mm -hmm. so it is 
it's they're fabulous. They have like a spring frame in them, so they fold oh, down nice. kind of like the um, windshield yeah. sun visors, and they have an easy inflation with like this jet valve, so you can inflate and deflate them easily. They're not just like because that's a whole other thing. Is mm-hmm. once they're inflated, you're like, well, right. I guess just until that. this pops, it's right. inflated. <laughs> so I just highly recommend if you have a pool or access to a pool. Spend the extra money on a decent float for yourself and ban the kids from using it. (laughs) I love it. It's just, you can make a rule. You're the mom. pool policies. Yep. Yep. Okay. Great one. Okay. I have a dinner obsession that is helping us simplify dinners, which is so great in this May time. Mm -hmm. That is oatmeal bar for dinner once a week. Okay. My kids don't like oatmeal. Oh. All the things my kids will eat and oatmeal is not one of them. Yeah, this is actually this unicorn meal in our family, a sleeper hit. I mean, oatmeal sounds so boring. Literally, all five of us love it. I'm so jealous. So that is a winner. And the way I'm making it is also a winner. Steel cut oats in the instant pot. Yeah, so like your big batch is all set. Yes. And then you put whatever you want on it. They're perfectly cooked. I can make it way ahead of time. It's ready. And then I just get out the butter, brown sugar, pecans, banana, you know, whatever. Raisins whatever not yep and everyone makes their own like everyone gets excited about it and i'm like (sighs) guys it's oatmeal the boys are like oatmeal (laughs) anyway it is a very proud of all of of my selective food struggles yes this is a wonderful i I remember dash used to wake up at like four in the morning asking for oatmeal so (laughs) that's right they've always (laughs) you're winning on the oatmeal their oatmeal anyway so i am planning that that has just a been a Wednesday dinner. That's amazing. That's dinner for Wednesday. And then if I have the time on Wednesdays, I will also make a batch of banana muffins. Yeah. So it's like oatmeal and muffins for dinner. But if I don't, if I don't have time to get to the muffins also fine. Yes. You can put a little, you can put chocolate chips right in your oatmeal. I don't care. You go right for it. Yep. (laughs) So anyway, that's a winning dinner. So if your folks like oatmeal at your house, put it on the menu for dinner. I love it. I've tried to force it even. I've tried to be like, this is what's for breakfast until the oatmeal's gone and just make them like it. Even with all the brown sugar Yeah, I'm like, you can put honey, you can put chocolate chips, you can put whatever you want in there. Sprinkles. It's the texture. Bummer. Makes me so mad. (laughs) Are there other texture things like that that's similar? For Julia especially, okay. Vanessa will eat more, but they really both don't like oatmeal. But Julia, anything like mashed potatoes, oh, she doesn't yeah. like. Ooh, and I'm like, tough. kid, it's so the hard. best. Mashed one potatoes day. are the best. One day, I so bet she'll it's change. It's like it's the mushiness. Yeah, mostly. gotcha. Oh, mm-hmm. tricky. Maybe some baked oatmeal. I don't know because they're not even. They're real picky about like granola bars, even like things with Man. oats in them. Real, what is the matter with you? This real, is supposed to be a win. It really it's supposed is. Supposed to be a win. That's always the hardest. Those things that are supposed to be it the is. easy win and it they is. resist. Those it's like are, I get it when you don't like broccoli. Right. But like oatmeal, really? That feels very offensive. <laughs> All right. That's, really that is too bad. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up, friends. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us in between episodes on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. You can find us in, you can find, (laughs) it's May. That is the season. Yeah. I literally feel like, I don't even know. What do I do for time management? Windows Mm -hmm. in particular. It's just a, buddy. Just one, one bark enough Mm to. Hey. Oh, he's on patrol. Oh, come on, old man. Hobble on over. Go get in your podcast chair. Yep. Assume the position. <laughs> that fa- I just need a name for that face. <laughs> the face you make, you only make it at yourself when you're talking too much. <laughs> Where just, I've already introduced You just things. look like you're so disgusted. I've already introduced it like three different times. You're like, nope. And it's really not that exciting <laughs> in the first place. Specific head cock that you have like, <laughs> damn it, Kelsey. <laughs> I'm bad with the quick intro. Like I want a little intro, but I'm, right. I'm bad right. at that. And so I go on and on. Yeah, you overthink the intro.